Welcome to Lessons for Leaders. I'm your host, Emma Langton, and this week I'm going to be talking to you about working from home with the kids around. Now, lots of us have been able to work from home in the past, but perhaps have not been working at home with kids around and having to do all the things. So this episode covers detail about stress, structure, boundaries, sensory calming activities, schooling and staying connected with your family. It sounds like all the S's apart from boundaries. So do join me on this episode. I'm sure you're going to get a ton of value from it. So welcome back listeners. As you know, each week I bring you lessons, learnings, tips and advice to enable you to lead with ease in business without the stressed out and overwhelm so that it increases your performance so that you can be resilient and to thrive in life. And even as I'm saying that, I'm almost chuckling away at my goodness me, do we need this at the moment? Can you increase your performance? when we are working from home and we're managing kids. How is your resilience? How are your stress levels? Well, you know, being a leadership coach and a workplace trainer, um, my usual role is to help you with your own performance and that of your workforce to make the impact that you want in the world. But on this episode, I'm turning my attention to how do we do that when we've got kids at home? Before I get into some of the really, really helpful detail of that, I do want to ask you to please do share the podcast, do leave a review. It helps enormously for the podcast host to be able to know what you like and importantly to be able to share this with others. And really we need at this time more than any other time to get helpful tips and advice out to people that need it. So I'm bringing today information for you about how do we work from home with the kids how do we keep our stress levels down and how do we still manage to be a little bit productive well and what on earth do I know about this anyway well I started my business because I adopted my two girls and they did struggle to go to school every single day so I needed to learn really quickly how to run my business but also be flexible and some of my stuff when the kids were at home was sprung on me um so you know when we look for every cloud as a silver lining at least at least now we know that having the kids at home is not going to be sprung on us we're not going to we are still going to be winging it let's face it but i spent quite a few years winging it from day to day not knowing when i got up in the morning if the kids were going to go to school you know So I learnt some of the ways that I really want to share with you right now. I'm also an ex-chair of governors. I was a a school governor for 10 years and a chair for four of those. So I have a little bit of insight about how schools function and what their expectation is. So I'm going to be covering a bit of that as well. And then, of course, as usual, I'm going to be talking to you about what we do with our stressy systems and when things get tense and how we cope with them. But again, if you want some help with this, 
then do please get in touch with me. I've been working online and through video and webinar facilities for a lot of years. This is nothing new to me. This is something that I've been doing for absolutely ages. So we're not going to have any problems with any issues with techie systems. If you want to talk to me, if you want to see about the ways that I work and what it is that can help you, if it, the stress is getting to you, if it's stopping you from sleeping, if you're feeling overloaded, if you don't know just which way to turn, then book a call with me. We can get you sorted with some tools to manage the stress, some strategies to stay calm and a plan for coping for the stressors and for the future sessions that you need. So I'll put the links in the show notes, but you can get in touch with me on my website at www.emmalankton.com. Go to the contact page. You can drop me an email from that page or even book a link straight into my diary. And then we can have a good chat and get things sorted out for you. Okay, so what are we doing about this working from home, about this coronavirus? What is going on? Well, the first thing is to kind of raise your awareness about how you are feeling about this. I think we need to begin to recognise that everyone is in the same boat. This is not just you. It can be really difficult when we think, oh, what's wrong with me? Why can I not do this? But actually, everybody is in the same boat. We're all winging it. But when we feel the pressure, when we feel like we've got too much to do and we uh, you know, are struggling to cope, then we go into our stress system. Too much stress can switch off a part of the brain that's called your prefrontal cortex. It's a bit sort of in your forehead, if you like. And we go into fight, flight and freeze. There's an area in our brain called the amygdala. It's about the size of your thumbnail. It, think of it as your internal fire alarm. So your fire alarm is going off because we've got all this stuff to do. We've got this potential danger. We've got everything that's kind of putting the pressure on us, including the pressure that we put on ourselves, let's face it. And that fire alarm is going off. It's creating the stresses. It's causing us to, you know, the fight is going to cause us to get shouty you know, or to get snappy, you know, the freeze is stopping us from thinking straight, that flight response is having us want to run away or hide under the duvet, recognise what's going on, take some deep breaths in and out, those deep breaths, moving it down from those high level stressy responses that are high up in our chest, Deep breaths all the way down into our belly so that we breathe calmly in. Slow it down. Maybe even hold for a second. And then long, steady breaths out. Begin to calm down those stress responses. It engages our calming mechanisms in the parasympathetic nervous system. Believe me, I'm not going to send you a quiz on this. But it stimulates brain chemicals called endorphins that help calm the system down as well. So when we do that, although we think, God, I'm breathing anyway, there's a whole lot of automatic responses that are going on. And none of the running or fighting or panicking is going to help us here. We need to calm things down, slow things down and be able to think clearly. Okay, 
talk to people. Other people will tell you that they feel the same. Just that, owning your feelings, talking them out loud, hearing them said out loud helps to calm us down. And having somebody else say, yeah, I feel like that too, that calms it down as well because we move away from, oh my God, it's just me. So those are the first things. I will be doing some more podcast episodes that are talking a little bit more about stress in a bit more detail, but I want this one to focus on some of the things that you can do. So have some family meetings. Talk with everybody about your feelings, name them. And as I said, hearing it out loud really helps. We're all in this together and I keep saying this at home and then I keep, we're going to burst into song soon with Blooming High School Musical Actually, I'm not even going to attempt to sing it. You don't want my singing. (laughs) But this will come to an end. When we know that we're only coping with something for a short period of time or for a limited period of time, that can help calm down some of the stressy feelings as well. And boundaries help here too. Boundaries and structure. So when you... Let people know what you're going to do, when you're going to do it by and how and when they can help you with those deadlines. And that can be people at work, it can be family, it can be kids, you're going to need to talk to your partners and other people that are in your household too. And then all of this can be really helpful. Make sure in these family meetings that you listen properly, that you don't just jump into problem solving. The thing is that when we're uncomfortable on the inside with these stressy feelings, what we do naturally is we try and control things on the outside. So we start and, you know, we start and get a bit bossy. Um, Or we try and put things in place. And actually we want to calm down. We want to try and do a little bit less. Less is more, you know. So again, putting some structure in, putting some boundaries in, help calm our internal system. They also help everyone know what's going on and what to expect. Boundaries also begin to to reduce the stress and the frustration about deadlines and about work expectation so that you don't end up being rushed or late or feeling unsupported. But you need to communicate those boundaries. You need to set some of those routines that incorporate some of those boundaries. Boundaries are not about being rigid if you listen to my other episode I talk a little bit about boundaries and structuring routine in there it's not about being rigid they are going to need to be flexible you are probably going to need to review your day every day and your week you can have these family chats and these family meetings at tea time you're all going to be home at decent time for meals so use those times to communicate and and chat and make plans and reflect And these boundaries and and these routines are going to need to be adjusted. They are not set in stone. Remember too, with these kind of family meetings and these discussions, that closed choices are good for kids. You know? So it, it might be, you know, do you want sausage and mash or do you want sausage and chips? Do you want cornflakes or rice krispies? Do you want to play in the garden or do you want to come and do... Do you want to do maths or English? So closed choices. Do you want to work in the kitchen or at the dining table? 
You might not even be able to give some of these choices, but I'm giving you examples. And if your kids get bored, boredom is good. Periods of boredom mean that children begin to engage in their imagination. So please don't begin to rescue and problem solve and rush in to a bored situation. I'm bored is also sometimes from children at hidden cue for I'm finding this difficult or I'm uncomfortable with this. I used to tell my kids, bear in mind my kids came with trauma and difficulties. Okay, so we needed to work on some of the language that we used and we needed to work on some of the clues that they gave us that they were able to communicate. So that's going to be for whether your your child is young, whether your child is stressed, whether your child has additional needs there's gonna you're gonna need to read cues here and 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 boredom is i'm bored is one of the cues and i used to tell my kids that boring is safe and indeed it is again now in these times being in the house being in self-isolation is safe so you know don't be afraid to use that let's think about schooling for a minute i want you to give yourself a break Be kind. These are unprecedented times. No one has ever dealt with this before. We are all winging it, even the schools with what they've pulled together at last minute. They've sent home lessons and learning and packs and whatever and and all of this is to be helpful. But you don't have to do it all. And nobody else will be able to do it all either. And this is all going to develop and change. Remember too, you know, as I said to you, I'm an ex-chair of governors, so I've been in schools. So remember that there's a vast range of different achievements and different abilities in every single year group. Your child will not get left behind. Left behind what? In every year group, there's different abilities. The expectations of where they should be, of where the targets are that were given to you at the last parents' evening, they're out of the window. All of these expectations of where a child should be were set by the government. And in these unprecedented times, these are needing to be reviewed and changed too. So going back to my first point again, give yourself a break. Don't put the pressure on yourself. Think too about what a class or a lesson would have looked like in school. The teacher does the intro. You know the kids are all getting a bit settled. The teacher does the calming down. The teacher does the intro. They talk to them about what they're going to do in the lesson today. They may refer back to some other lesson that they've done where they're moving on to the next bit and the next stage. There might be questioning. They want them to put up their hands. They want to ask questions and answer questions. Then there's the talk to your partner. More questions, more discussions before they get to the actual getting on with that task and activity and getting it down on paper or completing that, that, you know, that computer program or whatever it is. So when you think that a 50 to 60 minute lesson might then end up being when they sit down at the computer, it's about 20 minutes. So what they do from online learning at home is not going to take as long as it would when you've got a whole class together. So again, give yourself a break. You are not expected to do seven hours of schooling. 
even in seven hours of schooling or however long it is, they had assembly, they had break times, they had lunch times. They, you know, I know there's there's lots of online stuff about PE lessons and, and different apps and things like that. You can make use of these, absolutely. These are going to be trial and error about what suits one is not going to suit another. But remember that you are not expected to stand over and in front of your child for seven hours because teachers haven't done that either. So let's keep the perspective here. Give yourself a break. Think about some of the other things that are life skills and life lessons. Reading together, baking, cooking, Lego, going for a walk, talking. It's all learning. It's all educational. If you cook tea together or make lunches together, yes, it will take longer, but you're going to need to do it anyway. And it's great for connection. It's great for life skills. It's also sensory, sensory stuff. And this, these connections are really calming and de-stressing, not just for the kids, but for us too. And so we'll probably all need this. Think about maybe art or, or computer work. You know, with art, they can begin to make badges for household responsibilities. Maybe they're going to be the dishwasher monitor or the washing up chief, you know, and they can make a badge for it. Or they can use computer or art skills to put together some of these routines and some of these charts. So this connection and doing things together, making, having connections and staying calm is the most important thing here. Because ultimately I'm more uh, concerned about people's mental health and connections than they are about achievements. And I hope you are too, you know, when we think about it and get that perspective. So just briefly to think about mental health this can be a whole other episode you need to look after yourself otherwise you're not there for everybody else so put your oxygen mask on first make some time for you to be quiet if you recognize that your stressy levels are going up or that you're beginning to be snappy or tense then do some deep breathing move yourself away do you know what i even used to just pop to the loo do some deep breathing granted there was one time the kids were knocking on the door on the outside going, are you doing a number two in there? <laughs> I was like, no, I'm just having a mini breakdown for a moment. Um, but, you know, find those moments when you can have quiet time, that you can just step away if you need to. Breathe deeply. Drink water. Get some sleep. Put in some stuff that help you to feel good. Are you getting out of the Wii, you know, or the Xbox or something like that that's been put away for a long time? YouTube, Zooms, whatever there is, you know, to keep you not just connected, but where somebody else is. Sometimes it's really easy. If somebody else just says, do this, you can kind of go, great, I don't have to think about that right now. Make use of this, but look after yourself too. So take the pressure of yourself. Give yourself a break. Be kind to yourself. Stay calm. Your kids are not going to be left behind. You're all doing the very best that you can. Okay. So I hope that this has been extremely helpful for you. As ever, if you want to ask me any questions, if you want more information, if you want to get in touch with me about anything at all, whether that's just a question or some personalised support, drop me a message. 
The email is emma at emmalankton.com. It's in the show notes. Or head over to my website. But I can go through anything else that you need. Remember to share this. Leave a review. Stay calm, folks. Stay safe. But most importantly, stay connected. Until the next episode. Bye for now. Bye.